Welcome back to another episode of Corked Up. Cheers, Rachel. Cheers. Jess. I'm actually out of wine. I was pre-gaming too hard. It's fine. Clearly. I poured a big one. What's the, I love that glass. I love the usual, like the bowl glasses. What's the wine word this week, Mama Sita? Um, beet. Yes, ma'am. And the reason why it's beet is because and- you have, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, well, like, let's just full disclosure. We record, the reason I can't remember it is probably because I've already drank so much from how, how many times we said it in yeah. our interview. We did the interview already and it was with um, Nationals beat reporter for The Athletic, Britt Giroli. Um, and yeah, well, I'm out of wine. I'm like donezo. That's how intense that pre-recording was. A lot happened to us this week. Obviously, A's Astros was insane. Um, and I wish we can get into more in depth with that, but some of the stuff kind of speaks for itself, but I will not lie. It was a very exhilarating experience for me. I wasn't there, of course, they're not sending us, but you know, I think MLB did a good job. 20, 20 games for Centron and, uh, but here's the thing that doesn't even affect the team. Like it's a coat, you know, it, that seems on its face. It seems, wow. Like way to really stick it to them and show them you're going to be tough. Yeah. It's, it's a coach, you know, like Loriano getting, what was it? Six games. Like that's a big deal. He's a big player on their team. Well, he's probably the the most, I want to say consistent, productive player on that team. Yeah. And then, so that they're going to take a hit. How much is, how much are the Astros going to take a hit because a bench coach or what, you know, is well, he's not a hitting gonna... coach, but the, the okay. Astros haven't been hitting. So I don't really think it's going to make, yeah, it, whatever. It's just, just a coach. Like that's not, no, but anyways, I mean, yeah, fine. 20 games. That's great. Like it's not a huge punishment for the Astros specifically. Like it's not going to hurt them on the field. I am like, however glad that they understood how much of a role he did play in everything. Like, yeah. Absolutely. So I think about like, there was one time this one troll called out my father who passed away when I was uh, 19. And this person called out my dad and I blacked out. I went crazy. I, so I emotionally put myself in Ramon's shoes and I was like, this is why he charged after this guy. And Dustin Garneau, former A's catcher, now he's with the Astros. You see him tackling him. And I was kind of sitting there like, maybe he like protected him. Garneau is like an angel, precious angel. So he tackled Ramon, probably giving him less than, you know, that's why he only got six games. Because if Ramon went for it, Ramon's like, the reason why his nickname's Laser is he's so focused on something. So if something got bad, like that would have been really bad. So Garneau kind of held him back. Who knows what could have happened, but... Benjamin- I know a lot. There was a player that I know that I know who um put something on social media about it and because he knows both those guys Garneau and um Ramon and he said he was like you know Garneau protected him because even Garneau was like are you good like everything's fine because I was like a good guy like genuinely good guy so when um the Astros came out and said Garneau because Garneau actually opened up about it I genuinely believe that because he's like he's a good dude but even Ramon admitted like Garneau was like hey are you good like everything's fine so that happened and that like took over and it was in the middle of an Astros series or the end of an Astros series which was interesting because I forgot about all the Astros bullshit because of that and it feels like that keeps happening and it's interesting that I brought that up because we talked about Brit with that and Brit of course covered 
the World Series champions. And this year, when they can't celebrate, that's something to think about. Because I was so selfish. Like, we, I have Mike Fires on the team that I cover. So it's always Astros, Astros, Astros. The, the, the Nationals have, have the not gotten their fair share of, you know, praise. Yeah. And they've, they've been buried by, yeah. by the Astros, you know, just in terms of a media coverage standpoint yeah. and it sucks. Yeah. And I, I can't even believe I forgot about that. And obviously I know like I'm in my own little bubble and stuff like that. So when she brought that up, but we talked about everything and it was really cool because to have a beat reporter, a, and you, you asked a great question, like, what the fuck is a beat reporter? Cause we, we don't know. And she a lot was- of people don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't really know. So I think it's important to explain. Cause they're like, I hear this. I know that's their title, but like, what the fuck does that person do? Yeah. So oh. that was, that was great for you to ask. And, and, and beyond that though, we just talked about being two women in the industry, the weird DMS we've received. And we, you and I both know we get a lot of weird DMS and just stuff that only she could relate to. And she's a girly girl too. And, and not, mama got married in the middle of a pandemic too. So I was curious about that. That was such a fun interview. And I'm glad we're like bringing all these strong women on this podcast because it's all, it just, it felt like three women drinking, talking about the bullshit that we deal with. So here it is. All right, Britt Giroli's here, and I'm so excited. I, why is my phone going off now? Like, nobody's talked to me all day. Um, but she is the, the Nationals beat writer for The Athletic, and I'm so excited that you stopped by. So thanks for joining us. And you have a glass of wine because you come prepared. So my first question, the reason why I wanted you to come on is beat reporting. Like, what – it's it's such a thing that you have to do in sports. And I'm kind of a beat, beat reporter, but not 100%. So what's it like to just consume yourself with one team always? Um, it is basically like that. You consume yourself with one team. Um, I feel like I, when I was with MLB.com, it was a lot worse, I guess, than with The Athletic. Um, okay. I feel like I spent my entire 20s in a Marriott, um, yeah. which is good and bad. I mean, we all- How many have- points did you rack up? Oh, I'm lifetime platinum. Are you serious? I, I can quit tomorrow and still be like an absolute Marriott VIP. Okay, that makes me mad because when I worked for the MLBPA and we had to, at least for arbitration, we have to spend like a month in a Sheraton or whatever hotel they put us up in and we don't get the points for it. Except for, we get the points for, you know how, I don't know, some of them do where if you don't do your towels or you don't have them do your laundry and you're being like conscious of the environment, then you get 500 points for the day. But we got those points, but nothing else. And I was so bummed about that. Okay. So I'm jealous, but that's That's cool. That's awful. Well, the players too. Not that anyone feels bad for the players, but like the traveling secretaries, like the what like I knew like the Orioles traveling secretary went to like Fiji for his honeymoon on basically points and you're like okay I understand your job sucks sometimes however you are just an absolute G with all those points I'm Think gonna about ask that. I'm I'm gonna try to maybe I'm gonna get when I negotiate Trevor's uh free agent contract maybe I'm gonna see if I can get that in there that he gets all his points <laughs> You should negotiate fucking anything. This and is literally crazy. any, it, some of the things like John Lester had, I think it was 24 hours, um, every year of private jet, um, like right. hours. 
there's so many cool things and there's weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah AJ, cool. AJ Bur- was it AJ Burnett's wife was like a afraid to fly. And so he had it like written in his contract. I think this was back in like 09 when he was with the Yankees that she could like, they paid for like her to take the train every time. And it's just oh. like the most, it's like the weirdest flex with some of these contracts. Like the weirdest stuff is Rachel contest is like important. Yeah. To you guys. Huh. But yeah. like, I like, I, you'd only want green M&Ms or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I would be yes. so about pink, pink Starburst. Yes. yes. Yes, absolutely. This the most superior Starburst. So yeah, I'd be on board with that. But I mean, 100. I guess like once once you hit the money spot, like you're like, oh, I just want to throw in some random details just to make sure you guys are paying attention. You know, like, exactly. I want that. I, I'm, I make it happen. I'm excited for it. Just to like, there's got to be one. I know, I know Trevor's on board with this. Like he wants one thing in there. That's just odd everyone's like well, why that's like, very Trevor yeah yeah like why the you know green skittles or whatever or skittles you should yeah. make it a skittle the color that like doesn't exist either <laughs> make them go find it yeah like the t- like I want Tiffany blue skittles <laughs> I'm sure then, like, someone makes them and have Amazon. them just be like make it happen Rach yeah yeah. There's a holdup right now in negotiations. No one knows why with Trevor Bauer. Uh, yeah. It seems like they agreed. Uh, you know, Bob Nightingale tweeted it out. Like he's he right not speculate <laughs> on what it is, but I'm hearing it has to do with Skittles. Leave it to, to this contract that something will happen like that. I can pretty much guarantee you, but yeah. Anyways, sorry to <laughs> take us off on a tangent here. On that was a very important piece of this. Yeah, my bad. So you don't travel really... as much with the athletic. Is that what it is? Yeah. So even in like non-COVID years, uh, because I kind of get to do what I want. Um, I I'm like, oh, that's a nice city. That's a nice city. Hell no, not going there. Like, no, Jeez. I don't want to go there. Oh, a free off day in Chicago. I'm going there. Um, Got it. So okay. Wait. What are your choose. What are your cities then, though? That what like are the ones on the schedule? And you're like, let's go, let's go. Um, like San Francisco, let's go. Yeah. San Diego, let's go. Yeah. Chicago, especially because they Cubs play a lot of day games. Done yeah. in. Have a lot of friends I can actually see. Because as right. you guys okay. know, you, you go to these cities and people are like, let's hang out. And you're like, I can hang out from yeah. like noon to two, and they're like, I'm working. You yeah. know, you're like, oh well, I'm working too. Right. Um. So yeah. those are like musts for me. Like. Other cities that like I'm just not what like, are, Toronto. I love. Uh, me too. Um, great city, underrated city. Um, if we're going there in April, though, that's like a no. hard pass. Yeah. Um, like you know, I'm I'm freezing and I'm not packing that much winter apparel, so that's yeah. a hard. But Seattle, anytime but like April, May. Yeah, I'm in. I love. Um, so you really gotta be careful with, like, when you go. For sure. yeah. 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 People hate on Detroit, but I went to Michigan State, so I'm like all in on Detroit. Uh, I rent a car and I just like drive my ass around that whole state and try to like see as many people as I can. Love but it. they uh-uh. stay far out in Detroit because they do. They stay out in Bur- like Birmingham or I don't know some mm-hmm. other place. But I've been to Detroit a few times and they have. I will say like there's something very cool about even just kind of the abandoned look of the city and you look at it and it's so. You can tell there was so much money there at one point. Yes. Yes. It's a really neat city. And there's like the food's getting better. It's like, yeah, yeah, it used to be so sketch by Comerica Park, kind of like DC. I used to like be so sketch where I parked my car. Um, But now that area is so uppity. It's got like a Whole Foods and like a sweet green and like you can't get a salad for less than $25. And you're like, (laughs) all right, 
Um, this is a nice area, a pure bar, which I don't really know what that is still. Do you, I don't know if you guys do. Or Melanie do does it. And if you just look at her body, you're like, oh, okay, cool. What is oh. it? It's about, it's like ballet, but like yeah. Pilates. Yes. And Rachel, like, you'd be really good at it. You'd be I would ridiculously hate it. good at it. No, but I, I, only because you'd be like, oh, this is probably what cheerleaders do. And you get all weird and. No, but we had to do ballet in gymnastics. We had a ballet instructor that, that would come sense. in once a week yeah. and she was the most evil person mm. and she, the, this Russian lady and I hated it. And so just hair always in a tight bun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh. And oh, you have to rock the bun. Yeah. So I, like, I thought, you know, I hated, obviously my actual gymnastics coaches were, you know, very strict and crazy too, but something about the ballet just, yeah, I, not for me, but anyways, I did ballet once, but oh my gosh, I was like young and my dad was trying to turn me into a girl, but I didn't bring tights. So all I did was wear the leotard and my, and I was like, this feels weird. Like my underwear was hanging out. <laughs> you were and one I, of those kids. <laughs> I was like, so I tried to be a girl so much. I really, I gave it the, the old college try, but I was like, I can't do this. So Oh yeah, uh, I was that kid. Rachel would have made fun of me. Like, as no, I wouldn't. I was the ultimate boy too. I had no. I made fun of all the girls at recess that because I played all the all the sports. All, I did everything with the boys because my brother. We were in the same grade, so we. I always hung out with him, and I made fun of all the girls because we used to have the uniforms and the little jumpers that you wear, and I always wore the pants, and that wasn't even a thing for like the girls to wear, but I did. Oh, oh yeah. And I used to make fun of all the girls that would run around and they play like ponies or something. And they would like hold on to each other's jumpers. And I, every girl hated me. I had no friends by the way, until like high school. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, my dad signed us up. I'm one of four girls for Taekwondo. Okay. So we did, we did karate. So we were total. total I did karate <laughs> too. And I, we, we had no girls on our street either. So like we just played oh. street hockey with like the boys and my dad would put on WFAN and like, we'd listen to Rangers pregame. And you like tape your skates and it would be like, we were playing a Madison square garden. It was I like, love so that. That's great. You, the funniest thing about childhood, like I'm sure you guys have realized is you think it's normal. You think like everyone grew up like you did. And then you realize that nobody did what you yeah. did. Right. Yeah. Like nobody was like, Hey girls, let's all get you guys hockey jerseys and do all and like collect hockey cards and make scrapbooks. Um, right. nobody else did that. Nobody else was like, Oh, my 12 year old girl wants to go meet the Boston Bruins for her birthday. You think it's totally normal. And then you get into sports and you're like, no, it actually wasn't normal at all. But then we're all working and we all work in sports. We're not normal though. I feel like we all have, it's, they were, it might, it might've been all in different kinds of sports that we liked, but I feel like at least most of the women in the sports industry have similar stories. Like you, I mean, you and hockey, Britt, and then, you know, you have Jess and, you know, baseball, but everyone has like we were all kind of tomboys mm -hmm. right and the worst question ever i'm sure you guys get this all the time is when people are like oh do you like sports yeah. like what or like like i don't even understand it's like a question that never gets asked to anyone but females right oh, yeah. like yeah. oh do, do you do you like sports um or you must really be into sports huh it's like or how'd you get into sports like how did you get yeah. into sports like it, like, and Rachel mentioned this, like you would never walk up to guys. So like our counterpart, like if it was an A's or a giant speed writer, I would never walk up to Alex Pavlovich and be like, do you even like sports? But people would ask me this, right? 
So it's yes. like, I mean, sometimes not gonna lie, I don't like sports because just <laughs> my mentions are a fucking shit show. But beyond that, <laughs> love it. Love it. Right. You know? And as soon as you get something wrong, they're like, oh, I knew she didn't really like sports. She's only Jess in and it I, because she's female. Yes. <laughs> Jess and I talk about that all the time that as a female, and I'm sure, I mean, you're, you're a beat reporter. Like you, you can't mess up. You don't get, don't get cut any slack when you mess mm-hmm. up once. It's like, oh, because she's a female and you know, everyone just wants to hone in on that one mistake. Whereas the men can mess up and everyone's just she's like, having oh, an off day. yeah, okay. you just, oh, you miss that or like, that's wrong, but whatever. It's not a big deal. Whereas the second a female messes up, they start questioning like, you know, how much does she really know? Does she belong here? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's infuriating. It's like, okay, like the three of us athletically are probably better than 90%, if not hundred percent of that press box. So what really bothers me is it's like, okay. Like the players seem by and large to understand that it's really the the fans. Um, I think more than anything, I think you don't really deal with it from players anymore. Yeah, um, it's I like mean, not even a thing. Yeah, no. And most of the time they're nicer to you. It's sometimes it's colleagues a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, I dealt with that a lot. I mean, I've been covering baseball since 2008 and it's gotten better, right? Just because I've gotten older and they're like, okay, I guess she's going to stay around. Like, I guess she likes baseball or <laughs> like whatever. Her, so. <laughs> you know, like whatever. She's still doing stuff. Um, but in the beginning it was like, I was like 21, 22 and they'd be like, yeah, whatever, little girl. Like, you know, like you could just feel the con, like how condescending they were. Yeah. And you know, people are always like shocked when I'm like, nope, don't like that guy. Nope. Don't like that guy. Nope. Don't like that prominent national reporter because I remember like how shitty people were. And I'm sure like Jess and Rachel, you can like attest to this. Like when, when you're younger or when you're like not a name yet, people just want to like absolutely fucking crush you. And I will always remember the people who are actually actively nice to me and wanted to help me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so much. Those people stand out. And I mean, that was, even just in my, like on the agent side too, you remember, well, you remember the people that go out of their way to stick up for you or to somehow help you out. And you remember those people and you remember the ones that just, I mean, for the most part, the rest are just not nice. And then, you know, like later, once you've kind of made a name for yourself, suddenly like they become your friends or they try to become your friends or act like we're cool. Or I always knew you would do it. And like, no. Yeah. High school guy that I haven't (laughs) talked to in 10 years when I talk about the fucking A's Astros brawl. I'm like, no, you didn't vote me for prom queen, you little shit. (laughs) So, I saw that tweet. Yeah, awesome. I was like, no, I'm not going to talk to you about this, please. So, but he'll he'll see me on TV later because my my show gets to Reno. But that's actually the thing I was going to ask you, Britt, about was you know, or actually kind of compliment you. I, you know, you broke the news about Mike Leak opting out, or not Mike Leak opting out, but Zimmerman and all these guys opting out. And I tweeted out an article because Leak had the um, Giants connection. And it was just the um, headlines. You couldn't see everything. Britt was an amazing woman and slid into my DMs and said, hey, you saw that I did this, right? As opposed to like being a dick and like going on public Twitter and saying like, Jessica or like, well, actually me doing me that to me. And like Susan Slusser does that to me too. She'll send me a DM. She's like, hey, just to let you know. And that is huge. It's just like, like if I have lipstick on my teeth, mama better pull me aside and tell me, not say it in front of everybody. Like that's, yeah. that's a dick move. So Brit like did that. And that's something so small, but it's huge, you know? So that like meant the world to me. And I hope I made you uncomfortable just now. 
<laughs> you did slightly. Um, and thank you. But yeah, I mean, I just, as you guys know, like people like love to like kind of put like pit women against each other. Like as soon as I got to Baltimore, I was a writer, but like people like love to see if like Amber Theo Harris, who I love, we're still close friends is at NFL network. Now they like wanted like us to not be friends. Right. Like people just always kind of want like that clash with females. So and I don't, weird. I don't really get it. Like that, like pill, like pillow fight fantasy thing, maybe like, I don't maybe. really understand, yeah. I guess, I like where it all comes know. from. It's a good, it's a good analogy, man. That's I like it. Yeah. But I think it's, I feel like it has to do somewhat with the fact that women are, they can be, maybe it's cause they're known to be like catty or something well, women have been the been worse to me than any man yeah 100 100 yeah but they yeah. that makes sense but i mean i like my my best best friend from my childhood we started out as we both did gymnastics together at the same club and we were just like arch enemies and the coaches did that to eat to both of us and then eventually realized oh we're actually like we like each other and that was like the worst thing ever for our coaches they hated it when we became friends but that's like I feel like they always try to do that and then maybe it's also just because there aren't a lot of us in the industry so they feel like all of us feel like we're only allowed it's only allowed to be us mm-hmm and but right. like yeah. there are women that are that are like that though yeah they they want it to be they're the only woman like on that beat or on that show or on that sport it, there are women like that yeah for sure That's yes yeah. and it is unfortunate though because you're like oh there's there's that one woman on the beat i guess there's not room for any more well there should be because there's 10 fucking guys and like yeah. most of, like you know what i mean like why right. can't there be more yeah you know, like why can't there be room for everybody um yeah. Like, why is Jess getting hired should mean nothing. I should be happy for it. It should mean nothing right. to me, right? Right, um, right? I think that's the issue. And it's something that needs to get better. It's like, oh, we hired a female columnist. Like, check. Like, no, yeah. it's not a box. It's not a box right. to check. Um, yeah. it, it just, you just, I think too many companies stand as minorities. It's like, oh, we hired our black reporter. Like, yeah, no. Um, I, I hope like all this shit in 2020, like we can at least maybe get better from all of it. But yeah. Um, you look around and I'm sure this happens to you guys as well. And it's like, okay, I thought like in 08 that it would get better diversity wise. It really hasn't. Right. It seems like they really do like swap them out. It's like, oh, there goes one. Well, we'll replace it with another. Like, and it's not any better. The demographic any more continue. females. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and because you, so you start on the beat, like not even just the beat, but like baseball beat, which is like the demographic okay. 55 plus white man always. Yes. Wait, Why can I? That? <laughs> Can I interrupt this? Because this, I obviously, I know what, I know what, you know, being a beat writer is, but believe it or not, there are plenty of people that don't really understand what that is. Can you just like explain it to, because I'm sure there's going to be someone listening. That's like, I don't get what's a beat writer. Sure. So I basically follow the team is my beat, you know, crime beat or cops beat, whatever at a newspaper, I think is where it all started with that name. But um, the ins and outs of a team. I travel with them. Um, with the athletic, I don't do as much like X's and O's like, Oh, so-and-so strange is groin. Let's follow up for the next 10 days. Um, I don't do as much of that stuff, but I focus on the nationals. Um, and the athletic has been great because I told them when I came, like, I don't want to be put in a box and they've been great at letting me do other sports and letting me do, um, national MLB pieces that don't have to do quite as much with the nationals. Uh, but that's where I'm based. That's where like most of my stuff comes from. Uh, that's the team that I travel with the guys that I'm around the people that are usually sick of me, except in this year. And you guys, I'm just, you might appreciate this, but 
I was talking to a coach yesterday and he's like, you know what? I kind of miss the media. Like you guys were annoying, but like, I kind of miss the interaction. I'm like, well, well, well. <laughs> that's a first. I know. I was yeah. like, damn it. Why am I not recording this? Yeah. Um, but okay. I do think people miss just the fact that people like we pumped it up. Like the fact that yeah. people cared. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and I was wondering, so you, y'all just won the, like the world series. And then, so that energy was there, but then COVID happened. So like, how do you, yeah. how do you deal with that? Where you're not really pumping it up anymore. Cause you can't be there. So how is and the, the energy fans aren't there? Like, yeah, yeah the whole thing's like, kind of off now. Yeah. I think that's why they started so bad. Cause they were like, yeah, we beat the Astros in the world series. Like we're the best team ever. And then it was like, Hey, no one's here. And we're supposed to be playing for like, what, you know, uh, you know, I'm not a nationals fan. I'm not from the area, but I did kind of feel bad. Like you win a title, you win a ring and you don't even get the ceremony. Yeah. Like that sucks. Um, like they did get the parade, but guys like a week later, the Houston Astros news broke. And then in spring training, all you heard about was the Astros. They share a facility with Houston. So it was like the first day of spring training, the Nats win the world series, right? There's freaking 50 reporters there and there's five people on the Nats side. And Mike Rizzo, who I love, like has no qualms speaking his mind is like, yeah, you know what? This is kind of bullshit. Like we won the mm -hmm. world series and they cheated and there's 45 people over there. Right. Um, so the Nats like never really got their due because of the whole clusterfuck that was the Astros. And then obviously COVID shut down and I'm sure they'll get those due at some point in time, but it'll be like two years by then. And it'll yeah, just be yeah. like, kind of like pity clap. I mean, the Yankees pity clapped for them at their first game because they raised the banner to absolute like dead silence. And then you see like Judge and like Zach Britton, you know, they're like pity clapping. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> that that's sucks. how weird it was. <laughs> Just like you dream of this your whole life. Like yeah. the families can't be there. Like the wives aren't there. Yeah. Everyone's just like, I just like the watch. nationals haven't, th this was their first one. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted I to watch Scherzer, you know, pound a beer on a fire truck, man. And I can't <laughs> even get that. Like, what I the mean, fuck? I feel like extra sad now for them. I didn't, I honestly didn't fully, there's so much shit has happened in the last, what, nine months or so yeah. that the last, like there, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this sounds bad, but you know, for a second, I, I was like, wait, who won the world series last year? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, True. <laughs> I, I, but I guarantee you, and I'll get shit for that, but for even saying that, but I guarantee you, I'm not the only one. Like uh, just yeah, right. when you think about it, like, it's not, I have to stop and think for a second because so much has happened and right, it's right. like the Astros, the Astros. So I just, I feel bad because that team, I mean, they were so fun to watch in the postseason too. I, it's, that's unfortunate for them. Yeah. And then like the ticket sales, like everything that's supposed to happen, right? Like you're supposed to get all those fake fans that only were yeah. like, now it's yeah. trendy, you know, like pink hat nation in Boston. Like you're supposed to get that like ripple effect. Yeah. Right. And now it's like, I love that pink hat nation. That's a, that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> I mean, I'm from new England. So like I grew up a Yankees fan and like you hated the Red Sox and yeah. nobody was a Red Sox fan growing up. And then they got good. And like, you saw like pink hat nation, right? Like yeah. the people who the girls who like were never going to wear a color that wasn't pink. So it was like, let's put like Red Sox emblems on our pink stuff. So yeah, Fairweather fans are like forever known in, around my friends and I as Pink Hat Nation. I love Because that. it's infuriating. I love pink, right? But it's infuriating the whole market that thinks that like you can just shrink it and pink it and like women are going to wear it. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally understand like, oh, but it's pink. And it's like, but, well, even, yeah. 
my best yeah. friend the whole wide world love her she couldn't give two shits about baseball but she married a yankees fan so now all of a sudden she's just like oh my gosh aaron judge love him like oh john carlos stanton yeah he's like the best pitcher like she doesn't even realize like what she's saying half the time but you know what that bitch will come with me to games damn it and that's cool but that's a good friend yeah she, she'll she'll be bought like yankees earrings and like that's it but you know what good on her she knows who john carlos stanton is doesn't know that he's not a pitcher but but you know it, what there are a lot of companies like especially on instagram that have you know really they've made some good businesses out of making this like game day kind of apparel for girls making sports stuff trendy and cute yeah yes and I love a lot of it I just don't love the idea that like I can't wear another color but pink right it has like my team on it you know what I mean like why can't I own a regular hockey jersey or a regular Nets like you know like why can't I own something in another color yeah um but some of the like game day stuff is super cute. Yeah. It's actually fitted and they got rid of like the unisex shit, which looked terrible on everyone all the time. Yeah. Like um, mama needs something kind of like off the shoulder and like, I want to tie it and I want to be, yeah, you know, yeah. Cute. I'm a little, yeah. my little chubby that day. I don't want to wear like a man's shirt because that <laughs> shit like hugs all the wrong thing. Oh. You don't have to worry about that, Rachel, with your fucking body. But anyways, <laughs> for the rest of us, unisex. for the rest of us. <laughs> It's you know, a nightmare. Little, You're boxy. Like I swam in college. It's like anything that's like, it just like makes me look like. I was until I like as a gymnast, trust me, it could not fit my arms and everything so big. Couldn't yeah. fit into anything. I can't wear long sleeves. I can now, but before yeah. I, get, I get the swimming thing. It was always swimmers and gymnasts that had like the big, mm-hmm. the big yeah. shoulder. So yeah. I, it, yeah, it never goes away. I had to order like a wedding dress three sizes up because they like couldn't zip it in the back. And I'm like, okay, I've never felt worse about myself. Right. <laughs> like on Mean Girls, it's a five. Come yeah. on, it's a five. <laughs> and so, I mean, and it's kind of good that like you brought up that because like you're a you're a girl's girl, you're feminine, Brit. So the one thing that Rachel and I were we've always discussed is something as small as and not just doing our job, but like we still want to dress cute, we still want to be presentable, so we can know everything that we need to know, whether it's the game or the notes or the matchup or whatever. But we have to take that extra step in like looking cute, but not too cute, being friendly, but not too friendly. So take us into the mind, like before you walk into a clubhouse, do you have like these weird thoughts? Like, I don't want to present myself in a certain way. And it's just because you're a woman. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. And I get asked, I guess, because like I'm old now, um, I get asked a lot by like younger reporters, like, what do I wear? Like, what do I do? Can I do this? Can I wear a jean skirt? You know? And like, here's the thing, as you guys know, it doesn't matter if you wear a paper bag over your head. Like you are always going to be looked at, right? Like people are always going to notice what you wear. It just doesn't matter because we stand out because there are no females, right? Not again, not our fault, a larger issue at hand. So no matter what I wear, um, people are going to like comment on it, whether it's sneakers, whether it's heels, whether my hair's done, like there are days, there were days that like, I put my hair in like a wet bun and guys would be like, did you just get out of the shower and throw it up? And you're like, okay, I can't win with you guys. You right. know, like I look too nice. I look not nice enough. Like you want to be pretty enough that they want to talk to you, but not so pretty that their wives don't like you. Like it's exhausting. Yes. It will drive you insane. And at the end of the day, not like it doesn't even matter because the guys who like think you're hitting on them are always going to think that you're hitting on them. And always. The no matter what. Yeah. Because 
the night before the Orioles' first like playoff game, and I've told this story because it's completely absurd. I get a text from a guy that tells me he has a scoop, and literally I go to his room. Bad idea all around. I got it. I didn't want people to like see us in the lobby and know he was my source. It was like I was dumb and young. Right. And I go up there. He's playing Drake with the candles lit. And I'm so freaking confused. And I'm like, where did you get this idea that I liked you? And he goes, well, you were nice to me. And I'm thinking like, it is my job to be nice to you. So like, that's when it really clicked. It doesn't matter at all right? Because we're in an industry where like, you want to talk to guys, you want guys to talk to you. You have to get guys phone numbers. You have to text them. You have to hope they text you back, yeah. right? Guys can slide into your Instagram DMs. They can slide into your Twitter DMs. Like there's all these shady little places like for them to like get in, right? So it really, nothing that we do matters. Nothing that we do matters. All you can do is be a professional. And even then it doesn't matter yeah. because just being nice to a guy, to some guys is enough to be lured to a hotel room. Like I've been followed back from my hotel room before oh. too, uh, by Alfredo Aceves, who is like the scariest human being. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's not in the game anymore. Google him yeah. and tell me that it's not like stuff of your nightmares. Uh, Wait, you want to know a funny <laughs> story about like players in your DMs? So I don't even think players realize this. Maybe some, if they're listening, they'll learn. But so anytime an agent talks to another player, that's not that they do not represent. They have to report it to the union um, and it's confidential. Only the union knows. But what happens is, let's say, you know, I somehow find out that somebody's talking to my player, my client, I can ask the union. And if it wasn't reported, then there's a fine and they have to pay. So basically, I don't know like exactly what the purpose of it is but you have to put like all this stuff of when you fill out the form every time one of the things is like was there recruiting involved yes or no and then you have to put like the location like where did the you know conversation take place was it over the phone what time of day it was like was it noon and so whenever like i <laughs> start putting like instagram DM or snap you. snapchat like dms at three in the morning was the recruiting involved no and like they're not like, that recruiting oh, all these all these union people like, I, if that's the case I've been recruited many times <laughs> <laughs> I have been recruited before so that's, but like, that's kind of humiliating like do you find like keeping tabs every time and like yeah well these guys and sometimes it's just like it'll be a friend like you know, a friendly conversation, but like they're slot, you know, they'll slide in at, you know, two in the morning into my Instagram DMs and to have to report that every time. Yeah. Wow. Do you feel like they're like, oh God, they've got like some master list and they're like, oh, Rachel again with another 3 a.m. DM. <laughs> yes. Like, God damn. The whole rest of the sheet is blank with all the dudes. And it's like, oh, here's Rachel. All these Rachel tallies. has 45 like a day. I had a, I had a, <sighs> Um, like a UCLA or like a player that he went to UCLA. So I knew him from there and he plays now like professionally, he's in the minors, but who made a burner to talk to me and just say, Hey, and like, congratulate me on, you know, the agency and all that. I was like, it's always a congratulations. A I, well, I was like, why is this a burner? He's like, you know, you never, you never know. You can never be too careful. I was like, what do you need to be careful? Like, it was lit. He was like congratulating. It was just odd. I was like, you know, you can just like message me from a normal. Like, just be cool, dude. Like, I guess cool. maybe a a like girlfriend or so. I don't know. But, See, yeah. that's 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 when it's bad. Like, you have to make a burner account, not because of our profession, but because you have somebody or something. It's not the profession thing. I have I have players' numbers, and it's completely professional. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, and it's 
even if their wives want to send me the message, I don't give a shit. Like, but yeah, you have to hide it. And it's not because of professional thing. Like that's gross to me. Yeah. And like, I've always really enjoyed the wives. I've like gone out of my way to get to know them because I think once the wives really like you, then like, they like kind of are like, okay, I know her. Like, I I know she's not going to try to like steal my husband or boyfriend or whoever it is. Um, and then I think it always I just gets think a all better. men are gross. So I think they appreciate that. Like the girls are like, oh, she hates men. She's- it's weird though, but why? I don't feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel like in a lot of other professions when there's the, you know, two different genders having to talk because of business things where there's, I mean, maybe there is, but I feel like in sports, it's very like there is this, this stigma kind of where people think that, you know, the females that work in the sports, like they're a threat. And and it's always odd to me. Like, no, this is my profession. Just like, I'm sure if you have a job and you have to talk to men, your husband's not sitting there thinking that there's, and maybe, but I don't know. It seems like it's more so with sports though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And like, I don't know about you guys, but like, I get called like aggressive all the time. And it's like, am I aggressive or am I just like a female who like doesn't take a lot of shit? You know what I mean? Like one of those, I mean, what is it? I saw this one meme and it was like, when they say this, when they say you're like a woman aggressive go-getter, that means you're kind of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) I'm an aggressive go-getter. Right. I never hear guys referred to as like aggressive. Right. And someone yeah. once was like, Oh, you're like super competitive. Like once one, yes, I am super competitive. Yeah. Um, but like, why is that a bad thing? Right. It's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, you're not allowed to, we just want you to sit in the corner and nod your head. And like, not I think cause a lot thinking. of other, but a that's, lot why, of girls that's why aren't. our mentions are such trash Brit, because we have an opinion. <laughs> we yes. say things. I don't just tweet out, Hey, and here's the news and bye. Like right. sometimes you Mom tell us about like wings, but other than that, yeah. Yeah. And then what I don't like too, is that becomes like a thing like, oh, she's not serious. She's tweeting about wings. Like, okay, but guys tweet about random shit all the time. And yeah. also like, why can't I, it's my Twitter yeah. account. Like don't follow if you don't like it, you know, like, I just don't really understand where like, oh, I'm too serious. Now I'm not serious enough. Like, do I like baseball? Do I like sports? Like, again, do I wear the jean skirt? Do I wear the tank top? Like shit, I work real hard on my legs, but like, I can't wear any, I can't wear shorts if they're long enough. Like, you know, it's just, it's exhausting. I don't think people realize, like I used to like spend hours being like, okay, this is what I'm going to wear today. Yeah. You have to like overthink. Yeah. And like, I was in Baltimore for 10 years. It's 95 fucking degrees with a million percent humidity. And there's no air conditioning on that press box. So it's like, I will wear a spaghetti string tank top because I want to not to hit on anyone. Not because it's like, Ooh, this is a sexy outfit. No, I'll wear it. So that I don't sit there. Yes. I don't sit there and just sweat. You know, it's like, I don't think like people really understand. And it's taken me a long time to just like not really care. Like, yeah. if you think I'm hating on you, like that's your own problem. If you think that like my outfit is not like mature enough, like that's your own problem. Like the fact that we haven't been able to go on the field or anything this year, I've been wearing like jean shorts and like shit that's totally inappropriate. I'm like, it's just me alone in the press box. And if yeah. like the other reporters have a problem with my jean shorts, I don't really care. It yeah, is hot. I like don't you know? do makeup talking to Bob oh. Melvin. I'm like, I know I look like shit, but I do have a question. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> aiming about yes. when I go to a field, like I, I like to look good. I'm either dressed up or I look homeless. Mom, yes. I'm, there's no in between yes. with me. Totally agree. I can't do anything. So Bob, halfway. I'm either, yeah, press conference. I'm either like yep. this 
or it's like, are you sure you're Jess Kleinschmidt? I'm like, I was once. Yeah. Hey, yes. Last night. Yes. Last yeah. night, Davey's like, I got no makeup on. I'm like kind of fading. I wasn't writing. And he's like, Brittany, are, why do you look like that? And it's like on Zoom, <laughs> like 40 people. <laughs> like, sorry, it's late at night. I have my hair up. Like, yeah. I haven't brushed it all day. Like, yeah. no makeup on. It's like, sorry. Why do I look like I... this? Because yeah. this is who I am. Okay. <laughs> you get like, like, you know, saucy Jess, but today I am simmery Jess. So that's what it is. It's just so weird that we have to think about that extra stuff, dude. Like the guys never do. Like when I roll out of bed and go on a zoom call now, they're like, Oh, I'm like, what? You just did the same fucking thing. Like, how dare you? They're like, Oh, that's what she looks like. Well, gee, I asked the same questions. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But as you guys know, part, like, it's just a big part of how you're perceived as a female, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're like super overweight and disheveled, like you've seen how those, you've seen how they get treated. It's not fair, but it's yeah. really like, it's really like how it, how our industry is. It's- yeah. You will, we, Jess, we were talking about that with one of uh, our former producers on the show about how, cause he used to work um, with MLB with BAM and he was telling us how one of the first females that they had there, they would bring her on to, or they would bring her basically to interview players. And because they knew that players wanted to talk to her and because she's cute. And then at the same time though, she would get in trouble for like, at one point, I think she did have a relationship with a player and then she gets in trouble. And it's like, you're you, like you're, we're in this profession where it's just a bunch of men all the time that don't aren't surrounded by a lot of women so any sort of female is kind of attractive to them and then we're put in a position where people want us to use our looks to get men to talk to us and then yet if we you know secretly in our own personal lives somehow have a relationship with one while we're constantly being bombarded with guys hitting on us, then we're bad. Like it's yeah. not okay. And like, what do you want from us? You know, like we, we can't mean, in my defense, I'm so oblivious when I get hit on, like on my <laughs> wedding day, homeboy can be like, I love you. I'm like, are you gonna, like, is this right? Like, I'm so stupid <laughs> when I get hit. I don't realize it. So yeah. if it's happening, I have no idea. Yeah. I think we just built up such a big bullshit meter because you get hit on all the time at work. Cause like, same thing with my husband. It's like, I didn't even know he liked me. I thought I was on friend Island forever. And he's like, I invited you on dates. We went and did things. And I'm like, listen, you got to make it real clear. I got all kinds of like nonsense that I deal with at work. Like I have a high tolerance for bullshit. I'm not offended easily. And this is all from working with guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and like, you really have to make it very clear that you're into me. You are my girlfriend. Cool. But I almost exactly. feel like, I feel like too, we have to, we, we get so used to guys because like of our jobs. And then if guys are always hitting on us, it's like, we blow off the, like they'll hit on you and you just kind of laugh it off. Like it's nothing. We're just yeah. friends. And so sometimes I think when a guy is like truly hitting on you and is trying to like make a move and maybe you're even interested or so like you, we don't pick up on it or we just dismiss it as another one of those dumb, like you're hitting on me, but haha, like, I don't, you right. know, like let's move on. And that could be a, like a green light to them still. Yeah. yeah. It just, it, it's tough being a girl. Sometimes. It just sucks, man. Like I, like, I think, 
I gotta be honest, like some of the the most dope shit I've been able to do with my career is because I'm a woman. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily because, oh, she's a girl, but like, think about it this way. If I were to walk up to a player, he just got married and, or just had a baby or something like that. Like, I'm, I'm glad that I can genuinely compare and like, I'm, I'm very charismatic and down to earth. And I don't feel like, and you meant like when I'm standing in the clubhouse next to like the stereotypical beat reporter, obviously not Susan, she's fucking amazing, but like the stereotypical middle-aged man, I'm like a 14 in the clubhouse. So it's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to stand by this guy the entire day. Yeah. And so I just feel good about myself. No, I'm just kidding. But like, I'm also not kidding. Um, but That's it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, but like, I also, so I'm glad you brought up like the overthinking of what to wear because I, I guess I'm, I'm better about it now, but like, even when I first be, got like my first credential, I was overthinking, even in, in like minor leagues, I was overthinking everything. And it was just, yeah, I got like sexually harassed by one of the guys from the front office. And I was like, oh, this sucks. But like, I didn't want to dumb myself down or not dress cute because so I wouldn't get hit on, but it's just like, that's who I am. Like, I like to dress cute. I like to like be pretty on TV. It's just you like I'm not gonna look like a schlep when I'm on NBC Sport. Like like you can't do that. Right. Like, that's, you're, and you're gonna get hit on no matter what. Like yeah, I said, right. like I don't think it matters. Yeah, that's I very true. Like whether I, I try or not, you know, it's kind of <laughs> from that perspective. But I I did want to bring up this just because obviously I loved him when he was with the A's. Sean Doolittle. He. How much of an asshole do you have to be to make a baseball player? get rid of their Twitter. I mean, Trevor deleted, got Kurt Schilling to delete his recently. <laughs> so the answer is a pretty big, like, you know. but pretty big asshole. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, no, I mean, I, I don't, I can't even imagine the kind of shit that Trevor gets, but like with Sean, it's like, because like we want, we yell when like players are boring and we're like, Oh, these guys need to speak their minds. And then right. when they do that, like we are, the people are so vile and awful to them that like they have no choice but to like delete their Twitter like Sean did. So it's like, okay, again, it's like, which one do we want here, right? Like, do you want the, do you want the boring guy? he's such a big voice for the sport. Right, like, do you want the guy who doesn't even have an Instagram? Or do you want the guy who's like gonna tweet his opinion, isn't afraid to say, hey, guess what guys, the testing sucks. He was the first one who came out and said that. And I'm not so certain other guys would have followed if Sean hadn't come out and said that. And also he's got like tons of other players on other teams constantly texting him for advice. I mean, he's a mentor around the league. Him and his wife are such awesome people. And it just makes me sad, but you guys know, I mean, you're on social media that like, as soon as you open yourself up, you just deal with so much shit. I mean, whether it's good or bad, but you do it like, but they have, it's funny because Trevor saw the same thing even during the negotiations during quarantine and so many players behind the scenes and big names are texting him like, Hey man, really appreciate it. Some even who ended up speaking up were like, you know, texted him after and like thanked him for saying something. Cause then they felt better about it. But like, you have to have the, the Trevor's and the Sean's of, of the sport to put their, like stick their necks out there and say something because if not like, a lot of, I mean, a lot of players and rightfully so are scared to do it because they have to deal with so much hate and people don't truly appreciate the amount of hate they deal with on a daily basis from horrible, mean people on burner accounts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I agree. And it sucks because 
just as like we're we're obviously all very active on social media whether and my mentor at NBC Sports she told me she just said unfortunately no matter what you put out there whether it's good or you could literally say hey I'm marrying the Dalai Lama somebody be like wow you're 31 and finally getting married Jess that's what it would be no matter what you say you can give birth to Jesus Christ and somebody be like oh Jess you look like shit. Like it just like a yeah, theme yeah. that people do. So she made a good point. If you put something out on social media, unfortunately, you have to be ready for the backlash, no matter what. But I will say the fact that Sean was receiving so much shit, you're, you realize how vile the actual world of the internet is. So when I get stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, we're all going through it. And it's just like, especially like, I literally want to do my job. And obviously like, it was crazy this last week with the A's, everything they went through. I was a hundred percent, well, 98% not putting my opinion out there and doing like the actual job because I knew if I put my opinion, people would be pissed and I was still getting shitty stuff. I could tweet out an actual quote, whether it was Ramon Laureano, Ryan Christensen, Mark Canna, I was still getting crappy stuff back. And I was like, that sucks when all I'm just doing is- I hate- it's it sucks yeah because you just want to do like your job i mean my job is less so i've tried to be active on twitter even though i hate it but you guys i mean very much have to be on there and you just have to take shit and i don't think people realize or just like appreciate the fact that like cut people slack and why do you have to hate like don't follow them if you don't like it and like just to say i mean I get it if, if you're making like a very valid like counterpoint to what they're saying. Okay, fine, like jump in. But just but like don't de- don't like message it. Like I could literally say like, hey, and somebody's like, take your top off. It's like, hmm. yeah. yes. And then like the best ones are like the random internet people that are like, you're ugly. And it's like, oh, I'm so offended. Somebody who doesn't- like, First of all, it's a fucking lie. <laughs> Somebody on the internet that doesn't think I'm pretty. Like, oh my, I'm going to go cry in the corner now. Like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, and also again, what does that have to do with what I've tweeted? Right? Right. Like, yeah, it, it always comes back in some, like, as you guys know, in the troll land, like the worst trolls are the ones who are like, get back in the kitchen or like, it always comes back to the female shit. The MLB exec burner account that called, what did he call me again? A flu, was it a floozy? I think you're a floozy. I had a I had to Google it just to double check even what it meant. Cause like who uses that <laughs> word, but like, that's the best he, like, he didn't even have any, I was just saying like, this isn't being handled well. And but yeah, like calling you a floozy broke down, like, okay, this dude's over 50. We know who yeah, he is. Like, yeah. But, yeah. Know, uh, but, <laughs> but which like, means how, he could be in any front office. Call yeah. you a bimbo or something like, oh, but, we know. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. you're, he is somebody that works in baseball. Like I, we yeah. don't know who it is for sure, but I, it's somebody I think that works in baseball, but you're just pathetic. Like you hide behind a burner account. Like at least I put my name to everything I say. Right. Like, exactly. Well, yes. I mean, what was that one guy and, I, and Trevor uh, the whole momentum, like crew is commenting on it. This guy found me on Tinder. Cause like I go on Tinder. I didn't realize what kind of a site it actually was. I thought it was just a dating site. Apparently it's a meeting site. I don't know. And what? so this guy calls me out. He, takes pictures of my tinder profile was like oh jessica are you on here and i was like homeboy knew i swiped left on him took the photos and posted it on twitter and i was like i denied you and you posted this on twitter like what first of all i look so cute in my photos like post them i don't care yeah 
Second of all, I'm not lying about my age on social media. So like, what, what are you trying to prove? I'm also on Bumble and Hinge. Post that shit too. I don't give a crap. Like, like, are you trying to make me feel bad? Like I'm single, I'm beautiful and successful. Of course I want a fucking man. Like what is wrong with you? So it just like, oh. doesn't matter. People are creepy, first of all. And it's just weird. So creepy. So creepy. And like, you think like for a long time, like when I was single, my friends were like, why don't you wear a fake ring? I'm like, that's not stopping anybody. Like I thought about I have I a been, ring. It doesn't stop anybody. Wait, really? That's yeah. like a thing people do. I think, oh I my God, I've been advised to do that. Like to put a ring on. And I've thought yeah. about, I've been told go to, go to like the drugstore. And Melanie just get Newman d- does that actually. Well, she did that. I don't know if she does anymore, but she's Who? Melanie. Oh yeah. yeah. And I, but then <laughs> I've never done it. I've never done it, but I've heard from people, I think like from other guys I've talked to and I've mentioned it, they just like laugh. They were like, it's not stopping anybody. Like, no, just so no. don't bother. Cause then you're just going to look like a bad person if you are flirting with somebody. Right. That's true. Yep. And hmm. I, one guy who hit on me, I'm like, I know you're married. He's like, oh, that's for tax purposes. You're like, okay. <laughs> Oh my God, romance is not dead. It's so cute. You should tell him to write that and like make Hallmark cards. It's adorable. For for tax purposes. Yeah. Tax purposes. But speaking of ring, mama just got married. So how do you get, first of all, show off the ring because it's gorgeous. So yeah. So my, I have, it's an emerald with diamonds than the band. Um, I wanted an emerald because my dad who passed away five years ago gave my mom an emerald because he was engaged to someone else before her. And she's like, that bitch got a diamond. I don't want a diamond. So my mom got an emerald. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So how does one get married during a pandemic? Basically one says, fuck it. We're not having a wedding. And it was just John and I, and we went out to Boulder and we got married and it was a blast. We got rained on. I scratched my ring. That wasn't that fun. He was like, you had it on for 20 minutes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He should know better with me. Um, So like all this crazy shit like happened, like our rental car broke down, but it, because it's just you and him, it doesn't matter. You're not like, Oh, how's aunt Helen going to deal with the rain or like, you don't have to deal with any of that. Um, my dress was like $200. I didn't give a shit if it got dirty. Um, so the whole thing was just super chill, super fun. And everyone we've talked to is like, Oh, a little thing's the way to go. And I'm like, you know what? It actually is. We're going to have a huge party at some point when the world is right. But yeah, it was so fun. I mean, I never wanted a huge wedding anyway. I don't know about you guys, but like, I never dreamed of like, this is what I want as my wedding. I was totally fine going to the courthouse. John was the one who wanted a wedding. Um, and I kept saying like, dude, do you have any idea you've had the jackpot here? You, I would just go to the courthouse. Right, so, right, right. But so yeah, we did a lope in Boulder. It was so much fun. I would do it again because then we had like an actual like vacation. It felt like it was about me and him. And it's intimate, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and you probably so, remember it. it wasn't a blur, yeah. Exactly, so it was fun. And it was like, so like we woke up that morning, like we went and like worked out together. We met at the gym, so we're like workout people. Right. And uh, we had breakfast that morning and then I'm like, oh, it's noon. I guess I'll go get my hair and makeup done. And then we like took photos at two and got married at three. It was like the best day. I That's love awesome. that. Yeah. I have to ask you a question only because like, I'm so, I'm weird. So I love love, but like, I'm also just, I'm a realist. How did a woman like you, like how do guys approach you to like one day marry you? And I ask that because I feel like you and I have like similar personalities and like, I think I scare away, this is so 
Mm-hmm. I feel like I scare away men. So I don't know how you, fu- how, how, how? Yeah. Well, you know, I know. Cause like I would go to bars, like when I was in Baltimore and like all people would want to do is be like, what's Adam Jones like in real life? And you're like, yeah. Oh. Is this what, what, is this what this One is? One guy was know? like, Buster Posey turned me down for an autograph. I was like, you probably fucking deserved it. Where's our chicken fingers? <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> Yes. And it's like, oh my God, like I'm never going to find anyone because yeah. everyone is obsessed with, and like, I can't, I can't be with a guy who doesn't like sports, right? Yeah. I can't be the weirdo that's like, hey, we can't go anywhere. I want to watch the baseball game. Right. So like the key, I think with John was he was not, he's from New Orleans and he's a big Saints fan. And like growing up, his grandparents lived in Kansas City, so he likes the Royals. So he's like in, he likes sports, um, but he's not all, he's also like a hunter and like a fisher and like big into guns. So he likes enough manly stuff that he doesn't feel emasculated by the sports thing, right? Like we could sit here and watch baseball and like he knows I know more about him than he does. Like he won't admit it, but most of the time, but like he does kind of know, you know, Bernie knows more about this. Bernie knows the rules a little bit more like that kind of stuff, but like he can go play with his guns or like go sit in a, a tree stand all day and do all kinds of like manly stuff, you know, and it's fine. And now he hears me talking about him on this podcast. So he's going to be all freaking excited. Oh, um, <laughs> but I mean, he's an okay guy though. He's just, he's just okay. You're just going to keep him <laughs> for the rest of your life. Like it's now, that he, now that he's come downstairs, I can hear me. He's just okay. <laughs> Is he there right now? He's behind the screen, so he's. Now oh, is he making tro- weird faces? I'm like- getting trolled on my own podcast in my home. <laughs> Outrageous! That's a beautiful Outrageous. thing. Well, yeah. literally, tell him. Well, John, congratulations on your. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> let's we'll drink to that. We will drink. Yes, let's to have a drink. That. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh yeah, he's never, and he's also like not enamored by players like he's met guys and he's never going to be like hey can i have your autograph because like right. how humiliating would that be right like oh rachel brings gosh, a guy yeah. around and he's like trevor bauer man you're on my fantasy team it's like dude i want to date a That's guy who walks you- up to trevor and do that though i want just to like <laughs> i know trevor would be like awkward about it i just know he would yeah you ha- i think you have to find somebody that's not that you can't find somebody who's a fan of baseball because they will either be emasculated by the fact that you know more yeah. and just like you, you know, know how guys hate the game either right no they like, can't you, hate it but it's right, like they yeah. need to like they need to be more of like fans of something else and right. just like they're like they you know they enjoy it but you know they're very okay like the guys who know I used to have guys in law school or whatever that would try to tell me like the rules about baseball and all this stuff and they're like well you wouldn't really understand because you didn't play and I'm like trust me you played fucking like peewee like t-ball or whatever I don't know <laughs> like yeah. don't talk to me about it but they're but they're guys pee-wee so they t-ball. know I'm sorry <laughs> I don't I like I <laughs> but like you can't you're you right though, like you pop with little league I don't know like <laughs> You can't be with someone though who like just wants to con- like get into arguments with you about yeah. sports because like oh. that happened to me a lot in college and like we would get drunk and fight about sports and I'm like what is this this is not like yeah, a no. normal yeah. healthy thing right um so it yeah sounds kind of hot though like <laughs> I mean I think it, it is kinda... in like college yeah but, like once you have an actual relationship with someone you're like right um we can't I'm be sexy the idea of me is sexy as fuck but like <laughs> dating me yes it's a whole ball it's a whole thing <laughs> People always say that too. And I don't know if you got annoyed by this, but like people would always be like, oh, you're like my dream girl. And you're like, cool. Well, I'm single. So how about you stop with that? Shit? I'm a lot you know? of people's <laughs> dream girl. Yeah. I'm not right. a lot of guys reality because they like <laughs> me. 
And then a month into it, they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it sucks. Like you don't make me feel as great as my career does. So we done, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And they're like, wait, you work a lot. Like they think it's this glamorous thing from afar. And they're like, wait a second, you leave at what time? You work on weekends? Like I yeah. don't really understand. You at saw all me either. on TV for two minutes. I'm still, that's, that's two minutes out of my 12 hour work day. Nice try. Right. Good right. Lord. Like guys, yeah, they just don't like understand. Like I'm sure it's the same thing with Rachel. They're like, they think it's this like super glamorous job where all you do is like help Trevor once a year or whatever. On, they like, think it's on what he's going to make. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I have asked, I, I had, I had a, like a friend's brother ask me, he was like, I want to pick your brain about being an agent. I've decided this is what I really want to do. And I was like, okay. And then he, I got on the phone with him and he was like, you know, so like, this seems awesome. Like, I'm really into it. Like, you know, I'm thinking about law school and I was like, okay, like, why are you, why do you want to do it? And he's like, I just finished the entourage series. And like, that looks so sick. I was like, this is not for you. Like we're ending this conversation right here. That's interesting. You know, no, I remember you telling me that story. Wait, actually, Britt, like when you get asked, what would you tell like a young girl trying to get in the industry? Like what is an honest answer because I I'm always pretty honest to the point where I kind of feel like a dick but like I want to yeah. know like what like if, if somebody were to approach you like they've approached me and Rachel like a young girl like what are what advice do you give I'm usually like okay you have to know that your personal life is going to take a huge hit right because right. I think people again like they think it's like oh I show up I go to a baseball game I go home like you're gonna miss weddings and birthdays and be a shitty friend and feel like a shitty friend at time and feel like a shitty significant other and you're, you're just going to miss a lot of stuff and you're going to be selfish because like, you're always at work. Um, I feel like that a lot, right? Like my friends will all go to happy hour and it's like, I don't even get invited because I can never go. So you just like all those invitations kind of dwindle. So you have to be okay oh, with yeah. that, you know? And then you also have to be okay with like working your ass off as you guys know, like it's not like a thing where like all of a sudden you wake up and you have a hundred thousand Twitter followers, you know, like I think people don't realize how much work goes on behind the scenes, right? Like you're constantly on Twitter, you're constantly writing and podcasting and going on TV. And like, let's be honest, it takes freaking forever to look nice to go on TV. It's not like guys, yeah. you know, you can't just slap a suit on, you know, well, and given up on fake eyelashes. So, <laughs> um, well, Jess, <laughs> you are like the goat with the I eyelashes. Didn't, I, tr I didn't I, even I, do it had, once. Yeah. I tried I really, it once Rachel and, and I like have to figure out, I have to give her tutorials. I don't, I don't have any on right now, but I got them done like forever. But then when quarantine hit, obviously I couldn't do them, but I found the falsies and I found a good pair, but like, they're still annoying to do. Like I was just lazy today. I didn't want to do it. So, but it's like the one thing that in my hair, I will make sure they're always on point. The rest, I don't give a shit about, but it's my eyelashes are hair good. Mama's good. You've yeah. got great hair though. Like I could get a head transplant and still wouldn't have that kind of hair. Like, I mean, I'll really you can nice borrow hair. it whenever you want. <laughs> She's got enough I mean, to go around. And I'm not even I mean, kidding. It's the one thing I, I like, I'm confident, but I'm cocky as fuck about my hair. No, I don't yeah. feel like, I feel like Beyonce could walk in. I'd be like, your hair is okay. <laughs> You've got Carry great on. hair. Yeah, like I got, I got hair extensions once thinking I would have like this huge, like mane and it just looked like I was a regular person. That's how thin my hair is. <laughs> all this money. And I was like, I like fake hair and I'm like, oh, my hair's going to be like, so like, like Jess's, you know, like long and like so nice. And it just looked like hair. It's like, just look like a normal. You're like, oh, okay. Well now I know. Interesting. Interesting. I'm like, so how much would it cost for me to actually look like, like Jess's hair? You know, it's like, like a payment on my home, you know, like, cool. <laughs> 
Is that how much I'm worth? Oh my gosh. Great. I mean, and then you see, as I'm sure you guys do, like the new trend now, everyone's hair is like to their knees and like as nice as Jess's. And it's like, okay, there's no, there's not that many people with nice hair. That wasn't the case, what, three years ago? Everybody got anal yeah. and like cut their hair all short. But I was like, I don't know. Because I thought I was a boy. I wouldn't, I was like a boy growing up. And then I cut my hair once and I was like, I felt like I only- did too. I had boy yeah, short hair. Right. We always went through that. Cause I was like, if I cut my hair, I don't want people to think I'm actually a boy. Like, so I just never <laughs> cut it. Except like if my hair was like up and I had no makeup on, I actually do look like a boy. Cause it's like, I have no, no boobs, like Same. no actual features. Cause everything's so light. It's like, Oh, I am like a small. Boy. Yeah. That's like, like that's, it's a thing. It's really fine. Yeah. Like yeah. in Marriott lounges, like when I would stay, like scouts and stuff, a lot of the, this is like the worst part about work travel. I think, I don't know if you guys have run into this, but like, again, I either look nice or I look like a hot mess. There's no in between. Yeah. So when I roll out of bed in the morning, hit the Marriott lounges, I don't care that there's like scouts and other front office people staying at this hotel. Like my hair's up. I'm wearing like whatever, like leggings are on the ground. And yes. I'm like, that's what I'm doing. And like, people are like horrified, you know, like they do like the double take, like Davey on zoom last night. And, you know, you try to have a nice conversation with people. They're like, don't even know who you are. Yeah, they're like, um, what's, what's this? What's happening? Like, what is, what is this look that you have going on over here by the eggs? Cause you are ruining breakfast. <laughs> like, like, I oh, never good. stay in the team hotel for this reason. <laughs> <laughs> or like, they always get like a backhanded compliment cause guys don't know how to like insult you. They're like, oh, your leggings look like you would wear them. And you're like, what? Like, what? <laughs> like one of those Southern weird people that like give you those backhanded compliments. It's kind of like yes. one of those things. Um, well, we really appreciate you stopping by. This was so much fun. Um, and make sure you guys follow Britt on Twitter. And I love that you are real you work your ass off, but like we could have conversations like this. I feel like that's very important in this, this world. Yeah. This was a blast. By the way, nobody made like a joke, like a blonde, brunette, redhead walk into a bar, but I'm I, definitely I tweeting did it before I went on. And, <laughs> you did? I did too. I totally I'm definitely did. going to tweet it when we tweet this episode. You have like, to. Yeah. You have so, to. It's so good. And I'm glad you still get, I still get confused when people call me or like refer to me as a redhead. Like I've had someone say, oh, like I saw like, yeah, he was talking to a redhead and they were talking about me. I'm like, I'm not a red, but that's because I'm like naturally a blonde or yeah. So, oh, you pull off the red nice though. Like I tried I, red once and it washed. He right kind now. of wants to do the blonde thing, which like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to walk around you if you go blonde. Like I do not need any more fucking competition. I can't do that. <laughs> I've been every color though. So like, and I've mm-hmm. since like sixth grade, I've been dyeing my hair. So I did blonde once and i think my mom likes me blonde but she's also like a fox news fan if you know what i mean so we're not but i'm she, not gonna do that either. <laughs> fox <laughs> this is taking an interesting turn because the wine's yeah. kicking in <laughs> yeah, when rachel reaches the wine you know shit's yeah. Getting <laughs> yeah now we're getting weird so i will save everybody <laughs> all right cheers cheers